This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Check this out. It is free. No, I'm serious. It's free, 100%. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor then distributes that podcast for you, and you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from that podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. So, Beep, uh, this weekend is NBA All-Star Weekend, uh, which is always one of my favorite parts of the season. You have any – I don't know if you ever grew up watching the NBA. You have any fond memories of this weekend or, or watching basketball? Not necessarily. I mean, I, I guess I've mentioned before that I haven't watched a basketball game since game six of the 98 finals when Jordan took his Whoa, shot. Oh, what? Yeah, that's the last NBA game I've ever seen. Um and I'm, I'm talking like regular season. I'm talking playoffs. Uh, I'll watch like the slam dunk competition, the three point competition, the cool stuff during NBA All Star Weekend. But right, that's right. about it. I don't watch basketball. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, my favorite, one of my favorite memories growing up was the uh, the Vince Carter slam dunk competition i believe it was 2000 where he sticks his whole arm in the, in rim the cookie jar and he's he in does, the cookie jar yeah he, exactly anyway, exactly it's the, one the of hand, my the hands coming down it's over yeah it's yep. it's complete it was the simplest nastiest dunk i think i've still ever seen because it also looks painful very rarely does a dunk look like it hurts and i have never been able to wrap my mind around the fact that he slams the crook of his arm onto that rim and just hangs there for a second like that had to have been excruciating right yeah yeah the one that i remember um now that we're kind of going back into the wayback machine is I don't know if you know this name. Uh, Isaiah Ryder. J.R. Oh, Ryder did the dunk. He went in the air, took the ball between his legs, and then dunked it. That to me as, you know, God, I don't even know what year that was. It may have been, you know, 98, 99. Um, yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, that that dunk. That That's dunk was sick. Yeah. Yeah. For real, for real. Well, All-Star Weekend's uh, – definitely definitely i think my favorite like you said you can dip in and out of the season you cannot watch the season at all but watching the the skills competition and the three-point and the dunk stuff is always a blast so speaking of all-stars looks like uh our all-stars come in here drake how you doing man the cody cavalry 
Yeah, one of my favorite. Uh, one of my favorite, probably, honestly, my favorite Lauer Ranger of them all, Cody Cavalry. How you doing, man? What's up, boys? We doing How all right tonight? Doing. Yeah. Speaking of all stars, I think he's he's the one with the uh, second most followers in the uh, group chat. Uh, so he's uh, he's he's one <laughs> step below Mark on the uh, the all star list, I think. Right. Yeah, all stars. Um, ours. Uh, that doesn't work. Ours. I started that off super poorly. Ours. <laughs> Drake, how you doing this week, man? I'm lovely. I'm lovely. Um, actually, in a uh, day two of my uh, my days off, transitioning into a career wow. shift, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, gift. But uh, I'm doing good, man. Good, good, good to hear. Good to hear, and uh. I know uh, you you are one state below me, uh, headed south. Uh, where where are you from exactly? Where where do you reside currently? Yeah, so we are we are Carolina brothers, Cutherers. Um, I'm from Greenville, South Carolina, South Carolina, and uh, here in the Upstate, um, I'm basically halfway between. Atlanta, Georgia, and Charlotte, North Carolina. So for those who Carolina. aren't really aren't really familiar with the Southeast, um, it's a it's a growing area just because the uh, it's a transition um, for for a lot of people. Obviously, North Car- or Charlotte and Atlanta are big hubs in the business world down here. So Greenville, where I'm from, is, is kind of a a good middle ground people kind of stay overnight and or stay a weekend before they're in between travels so yeah so uh you know upstate south carolina is where i'm from and uh good old south born and raised right braised <laughs> so what tell us a little bit about what you do there i know as you uh hinted to it you are switching careers currently is that right I am. So um, I've been a teacher and a coach for the past six years. Um, and what recently, kind of teacher? Um, so my first three years, I was a business education teacher, education. Um, and then uh, the past two years, I've been a PE teacher. Teacher. And um, so obviously, a lot of people know we need to pay the teachers. And it uh, it doesn't pay well for for a family man. So right. um, I have a, a 15 month old now and a, another one on the way. So I quickly realized, man, I need to figure this out to uh, provide better for my family. And uh, so um, um, through connections, I was able to land a new job as a, a business development rep for an engineering company. And uh, so I start up next week and um Looking forward to uh, some new paychecks. Pecs. Paychecks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so moving along, well, we wish you well and we wish you good luck, uh, Guck, of course, uh, in your new job. And uh, Bob. tell us a little bit <laughs> about, um, uh, about you getting the show. You run one of the, uh, the more popular fan accounts on twitter and Fount. that is the cody cavalry 
the Cody Cavalry, and your cavalry is getting stronger and stronger by the day, I feel like. Um, tell us a little bit about how you started listening to the show in the moment that you got the show. Go. So, um, man, honestly, like, it's a really funny story in terms of uh, how how I got started with this. So, me and a couple of my buddies who um, have grown up, and, and my brother too, we kind of have a group chat. And so I, I had no social yeah. media, no Facebook, no Twitter, no nothing for, I guess after college or once I got to college, I was like, man, I'm done with all this. So I went off the grid for probably four years. And then I got, um, after I finished years. college, I got, <laughs> I got a new, a new uh, I got into the real world and, and started teaching and, and had too much, time on my hands and I uh wanted to play a joke on them so uh, I was like how can I how can I get on social media because they always gave me hell about not being on anything and um I don't know shit and all that so I was like how can I get on here um on social media and actually um but do something that I like as well so um I um I copycatted Guillermo Mafia Renee because I always I've been a, a big fan of the show for a band of the show for a while. Um, so I wanted it to for sure be something show related. So I, I copycatted Shalated. Yerma Mafia and and uh I was like, let me let me try this uh Cody Cavalry thing out and and see how long it would take to where I was spamming their accounts before they would pick up on, hey, do you have do you know anything about this? So um it uh that's how that's how it started honestly um and it once i uh picked up a little bit of traction and was bullshitting and then and then i got a show follow and and a chris follow was like shit this is (laughs) this is pretty cool um so i I got hooked back in and um i uh i don't have any personal accounts but uh yeah the the, uh the calvary um has grown strong um so it's it's super cool so uh speaking of the calvary go to guillermo mafia website make sure you go pick out a shirt we have some new merch hot merch coming out soon so make sure to uh stay tuned to uh what's coming woming yeah uh, it's it's grown so strong that he's he's got business relationships now selling his own merch Got making his own logos. Uh, got got uh doing big things. I absolutely love it. Um, yeah, and I so do. I do, do want to want... shout out. I do want to shout out and promote. Yeah. Um, Renee slash Guillermo Mafia. Um, those dudes are so talented and um, they're really cool guys and love the show. Obviously, so make sure. I mean, I'm, if you're listening to this, I'm sure you follow him. But if you don't, make sure you go. You go follow Renee and right. uh, Guillermo Mafia. Go buy Mafia. shirts. Go buy stickers, gear, um, the whole the whole nine. Hind, support the people that support us, right? That's what, that's what they say on the show. <laughs> um, do you remember the first time you kind of got the show? How you how you like started listening? Um, there's no one um, one time that I was like, man, this is when I first started listening. But right. I will say the first time that like got me hooked was the uh the when dan interviewed manfred and he just he fucked manfred up 
because that for me that was so I um I've always been a sports guy and I always played sports and I I got to the I mean I I was drafted um by the Red Sox I didn't I didn't never make it to the to the Rocks. big leagues but I played um played at at South Carolina and so I've always been like a big um high level sports guy and everything's intense and then once I got done playing I was like man I'm tired of this I don't I want to be I love sports and like the way that Greeny and those guys project sports it's not the real way that sports is so the way that the Levitard show talks about sports with Billy and Chris and Mike and everyone has a different personality, which that's how every sports team is. There's a guy who's a shithead. There's a guy who's fucking lazy, but he's still good as shit for no damn reason other than he's he's just damn blessed by God. There's a guy who works his ass off and does all the all the nitpicky um, shit. There's a guy who's super smart and doesn't get as much credit as he deserves. So that the whole chemistry around the show, that's what really hooked me in. Um, so, um, so yeah, that's that's really what what hooked me in. And but then the the Manfred issue, Levitard pressing his ass in terms of um, of him being a fraud is is really went out because I I was kind of a casual listener, but then when he did that, I was like, yeah, this I I like what they're fucking doing. So. Suckins uh, hooks into you, right? What's that? Sucks. I said it sunk its uh, or sunk its claws, got sunk its hooks into you uh, after that interview. Yeah. There's always even right. even the folks on here that say it was a, a gradual process. There's sure. a, usually one moment where it, it like really senses for them. So Manfred interviews yeah. uh, a, a great one, uh, interview, yeah. so to speak what's been one of your favorite moments over the, the years since you've been listening uh, that, that you would say a moment that maybe you would point to, if you were trying to introduce somebody to the show and say, you got to listen to this. Um, for me, I mean, obviously adopting the Cody Cavalry um, account, I would have to say it's the, uh, I have a job moment, which is uh, kind of <laughs> Chris's biggest claim to fame. Um not only because it's uh his kind of um is a uh, trademark now, but also I'm a recent um new father, a year old father. I have a year old daughter now. So uh that uh that's been how I've also been able to relate to him even more than, than I already had previously. So uh right. just uh man, it's just the it's just the stupid shit that they do that that makes me laugh and, and gets me away from everyday reality stress and issues and all that shit so uh i'll go with that one but it's i mean i can't pin one down but uh yeah again it's hard to like particularly with 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 someone like chris there's such a plethora of moments somebody posted the video today of him in the the advanced auto parts battery suit and and just dropping all the the puns in uh in the studio and i had me rolling today yeah uh it was it was so like and it it reminded me how much i loved that bit and uh i'm always a prisoner of the moment when it comes to these things whatever they've done most recently like the greg cody baseball cards this week um has has just been one of my favorite things ever so 
Yeah. Um, I feel no you doubt. on that though. It's it's hard to pick. It's like picking your favorite child, right? Wild. Right, for sure. All right. So uh I, this is probably going to be an obvious question. Um, so I'm gonna switch it up for you a little bit. Um, who is your second favorite member of the Levitard Show universe? No, we're we we're gonna hit both. We'll we'll start with <laughs> first, and obviously. It's Chris, and I, I just want to say why, just because okay, he deserves it. the credit, because I feel like, so number one, like, to me, he's the most, for us, like, guys and gals who are, um, who would love to be in sports radio and, and do the things that they do on a regular basis, Chris is by far the most relatable guy in terms of um, what he his background and all of his um, everything that he's done and all the things that he says in terms of like, sometimes he's just, he looks like the dumbass, which most of us and 99% of us on Lauer after hours are, we're just, we're dumbasses just trying to spew shit, spit. So uh, he, um, he, he's by far the uh, most relatable for everyone all of our fans for sure so um yeah particularly with you you uh you you casually dropped the fact that you were drafted by the boston red sox um and uh just also the the athlete i know i know chris is sneaky athletic and i know uh you might not be sneaky athletic you were a pe teacher i think you're just straight up athletic but still like that that Chris playing baseball in high school and stuff, you know, that's got to be another touch point for you. Yeah. And for sure, the baseball aspect, I'm kind of the, uh, I'm a sucker for the nineties baseball talk, um, balk that they, uh, that they do, um, on a regular basis. So, and then all the talk he was saying about how he, uh, he got a hit off, uh, well, who's the, who's the guy he got the hit off. Yeah. Latos. Um, so, uh, all that shit, man, hits, hits home for me big time for sure. So, um, so who's your second your... favorite member then? Um, my second favorite member of the show, I'm going to have to say is Billy Gill. Um, I really Bill. love everything that he does. He's, uh, he's so, so good. And I wish that he would get more airtime just because he's, uh, he's so, so great. And, uh, so much better than so many other people, but everybody on the show does such a great job. And I hope that the show goes on to sign with um, anybody who's going to offer them millions and millions of dollars because they're all worth it. They're all so, so good. This is absolute bullshit. I don't, I don't want to hear you tell me who you think is nice and who your favorite second member of the shipping container is. I want to hear you tell me who your favorite one is and why everybody else sucks. But they're all so good. I just, uh, I can't pick one. They're all just so really, really good and they all deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. This is absolute horseshit. I'm doing the rest of this interview under protest. All right, Drake. So uh, tell us a little bit about how what? you came to be a part of this podcast. I remember one of your first uh, shining moments, uh, showments, if you will, 
um, was on the Mike Golick Jr. interview where you told the story about lining up against uh, who was it again? This is actually a Louis nomination uh, for the 2020 Louis. That's correct. Ah, That's yes. Correct. Yes. My and, and who was Louis it? nomination. Who was that again? Lomination. Mr. Jadavion Clowney. Mm. So, uh, Johnny. That's yes. Terrifying. My, uh, my first, well, not first moment, but one of my earliest, proudest moments was, uh, having a Billy Gill esque, long winded story about how I lined up against Jadavion Clowney. Um, I was a scout team tight end in my back, back end of my college athletic career. And, uh, basically did everything I can to stugat my way out of getting um, my chest impaled and <laughs> ending, up, ending up in the ER. So, uh, yeah, that was my, uh, my early claim to fame um, prior to my, my Billy Gill appearance. And uh, who brought you into this? I know um, usually it's, it's a combination of either steak sauce uh, or Mike Ryan fan account, um, or, or, you know, somebody tweeting at us or, or something, but, but who, who was the one that, that connected you to all this? Yeah, mine was, mine was Eric. So, um, after, I want to say it was after the, uh, Charlie Hume, Chum interview. Um, I, uh, cause I was at the time I was, like I said, I, I kind of was just on Twitter just to, as a, just to be on and, but uh, obviously I was, I was related or I was connecting with the, with the show fans and, and everything show related. So I, I saw on his account and, and on and the other's accounts that were where you guys started it and it was, it was kind of picking up traction. And then I listened to the first, it was two or three episodes early, early on. And then I just DM'd Eric and I was like, dude, I want to be a part. Um, and, and he was like, yeah, come on. So that's when I got on and, uh, my uh my first so we that was when we were on a real heater um reader um so we had a we had tony on a wednesday we had chris on thursday we had gojo on friday and we had um i want to say fitz on sunday so we had four four and five days where we were just absolutely <laughs> mowing down studs Early, oh, day, oh, early days, oh. good gosh. early days. Good. Early days of the uh, pandemic. I think we were all stuck at home, thinking this thing was only going to last like a month. So let's get them yeah. all in at the same time, basically. Yeah, you guys remember? Because I mean, we we I want to say like at our highest peak, we had we had like twelve interviews in fourteen days. Like we were we were <laughs> mowing through them, man. Um, uh, hey, we were striking while the iron was hot, right? Yep, for sure. Okay, just... moving along here. Let's get a, a little personal with you. Uh, what is your first favorite color? My first favorite color? Um, I'm going to say my first favorite color is forest green. Okay, good choice. Gonna... Uh, what is your second favorite color? My second favorite color is garnet. Forest green and garnet. Beautiful choices. Uh, Put it on the uh, poll, Guillermo. Do you know what the color garnet is? 
It's uh well okay I won't spoil it in case people don't know I'll make them Google it but uh yeah that was one of my high school colors it was garnet and gold actually yeah. so uh, I love that color too all right uh tell us one of your uh, favorite moments you may have already touched on this actually uh, one of your favorite moments from the Lauer after hours experience so far hmm oh man there's so many um. I mean, obviously the uh, all the episodes with with the guys from the show are are huge. Um, so cool, just to talk to them. Um, for me, I'll say, I'll say that the the Greg episode was um, the coolest for me, just because I had a part and um, I was in contact with Chris, and I actually helped. I mean, I booked I booked Greg coming on, so for me that. Uh, that was super cool um just to have him on because i mean everyone fucking loves greg you know and he was he was so good for us and 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 there's it's undisputed he gave us his best ever you never know period that you never know he gave us at the end of (laughs) our episode was by far his clearest less coffee clearest voice ever um you never know so uh I'll say I'll say Greg coming on was was uh, our coolest moment for for me self self involving. Uh, didn't we have to do the you never know twice a, a little peek behind the curtain there? Didn't we set it up? And I I told him exactly what we were looking for. I set it up for him, and then he uh, ended it. I think the first time with yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so everybody I, immediately I burst out laughing. I can't remember the exact details, but yeah, we, so we literally went through and like, we were like, okay, we're stopped recording now. Here's, this is what's going to happen, Greg. So we're going to, we're going to ask you this question. We want to set you up on the hard network out and we want you to hit it. We want you to say, you never know. And then we asked him the exact question that we told him we were going to ask him. And then he went on, he either answered the question or he did something that was totally off. I think, I, think it, uh, right. I think he just answered so the good. question normally and Chris right. I remember the look on Chris's face of like utter disappointment like dad it could they, they, these guys could not have spelled this out more clearly for you right yeah uh, so, good stuff that man. shit was good he, he was a champ and uh we of yeah. course we appreciate all the uh the love and support that that Chris has given us over this past year doing this thing uh, he has been such a champ uh, and and uh, so have you as far as being the leader of the Cody Cavalry. Um, Drake, tell us where everybody can find you, what your Twitter handle is. And I know you're wearing the relegated FC merchandise right now. Uh, tell us a little bit about that podcast you're doing. Yeah, so it's a little soccer podcast, a little uh, spinoff guide, uh, side piece seats that we do, um, me Steak Sauce, Eric, and uh, Mr. Isaac Kimes, brother Amina Kimes. Um, something that we just uh, kind of just happened to come come, come upon. Um, Con. Soccer. Um, we're all fans fans of the game, and uh, it's a little any any soccer fans out there catch us at, at Relegated FC. Um, so uh, we. Uh, it's uh we're doing all right so we we enjoy it but uh as far as me 
catch me at the Cody Cavalry. Um, make sure to go check out, like I said, Guillermo Mafia um, and the Guillermo Mafia. I want to say it's GuillermoMafia.com. Uh, I could be wrong on that, but um, check out both of our Twitter sites and, and go check out all the merchandise. Um, we have a um, a sale going on right now for 305 day and then there's some new new gear new logos new merch yeah. new uh new spice spice nice coming out um asap so make sure to support support the people who support the show who support the show and also chris chris gets a uh a little token of the of the piece so um make sure to go buy you uh some uh cody cavalry gear and I'll make yeah, sure I, I go ahead and link the uh, the Guillermo Mafia store on the description of this episode. Yeah, we'd appreciate it. Right on. Yeah, I need to uh, I need to get on there and and see if if he uh, you might know this. I know he was designing an entertainment porpoises shirt um, uh, that looks so clean. Um, and that yeah. is my little claim to fame before I uh, became a part of this thing. Um, was that I posted on the subreddit uh, suggesting that Mike should refer to it as entertainment porpoises and play a little sound of like a dolphin in the background whenever they were talking about gambling <laughs> on air. Uh, and I yeah. it got like it got like three upvotes and somebody told me to go f myself. Um, and, and that was like, that was it. That was the entire post. And then the next day, Mike actually did it. And I was like, holy shit, I am vindicated. So, uh, I know, Love I know, it. uh, those guys were, were designing a, a really cool shirt. So I, I need to go check that out and see if it's dropped, but, uh, Drake, thank you so much for joining us this evening. We really appreciate your time. And uh, as he said, y'all, it's it's so important. Like, I, we do this for the love of it, uh, honest to God, because I promise you nobody's making any money off of this thing. And uh, and and so it's it's super important to uh, 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 support the, the people that are, are making merch and, and putting songs out. Yeti Blanc dropped a, a song today. Uh, yeah. uh, go cop that if you can um so yeah we, we just thank you to everybody and and uh go follow drake and guillermo mafia and go get a t-shirt and all that good stuff um one last question for you drake uh what was the uh what was your favorite like type of uh, vehicle growing up you know some kids like monster trucks um some kids like uh bulldozers what was yours oh man that's a tough question um vehicle growing up Police car, um, ambulance. Honestly, I'm gonna have to go with um, probably a fire truck. Fuck. listen to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars.